Hey there. I'm sure like many of you, I find myself reminiscing about the times before the pandemic. Back when I was obsessed with skincare, I'm talking about 10, 20 step skincare routine. My face was perfect. My skin was flawless. My skin was glass. It had a glow from within. But the deeper we got into the pandemic, the more I just didn't give a fuck. And I turned into a crusty, dusty, busted girl. But I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with it. Because beauty can come with a price. And I'm not talking about that $200 Le Mer cream. I, I mean, beauty can be dangerous. Too much beauty, money, and sofrito is bound to be a recipe for disaster. Or even worse, murder. Murder con sazón. Wepa! What's up, everybody, and welcome to my very first episode. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> I have a podcast. Murder con sazón? What? I'm honestly surprised I even pulled this off. Like, I'm a firm believer in procrastination and self sabotage. Uh, I won't get too into that because that's a different topic for a different podcast. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank my friends and family. You guys have helped me so much. I really appreciate it. I can't thank you enough. And yeah, Murder Con Sazon. I'm going to be finding some uh, crime stories from the Caribbean to share with you guys. And I really hope you enjoy it. Can we talk about that introduction I made earlier, though? It's the way I tied it all together for me. <laughs> but let's jump right into the story. Okay, so let me read this snippet from the Washington Post. I feel like they described what happened pretty nicely. <clears throat> A figure slinks out of the late night shadows, stepping onto the cobblestone streets of Old San Juan, the historical district of the Puerto Rican capital city. In the orange glow falling from the nearby street lamps, a long knife flashes from his hand. The figure jams the blade into Adam Anahang, a 32-year-old Canadian real estate developer and recent transplant to the island. As the vicious attack continues, the figure stabs Anahang again and again before crashing a loose cobblestone over his head. Anahang managed to call out to his nearby wife, Aurea Vaquerio, Rio, a former Puerto Rican beauty queen. Run, baby, run, Anahang shouts. When San Juan authorities eventually rushed onto the scene on September 22, 2005, Vaque Rios was loaded into an ambulance with cuts and bruises, and Hang, however, was already dead. Uh, I would hate for my last words to be run, baby, run. I did not anticipate to be this thirsty. And another complaint, those automatic Febreze drones that make that hissing sound... They freak me out. Like, I, I get so scared every time that shit goes off. But anyways, I wanted to get some background information on uh, Aurea. Uh, Aurea Vaquerio, uh, also known as the Black Widow in the European media. Of course, there was not a lot of information on her. The only thing I could dig up was that she was a former Miss Puerto Rico Petite winner. 
And it was rumored that she was a prostitute and ran a prostitution ring. I am no expert in prostitution rings, but uh, maybe she had a lot of leadership skills to be able to do both, you know, be the prostitute and also run the the ring. (laughs) And of course, I found a lot of information on Adam. He was born and raised in Canada and got his undergrad from the Wharton School of Business in UPenn in Philly. Very impressive. He had his own business uh, focused on real estate development and online gaming. He also invested and developed properties in Puerto Rico and owned a resort in Vieques. In other words, uh, Adam was a gentrifying colonizer. Leading up to the murder. So in 2004, they became a couple and moved in together. Although it was speculated that she was charging him $500 for sex. And in early 2005, uh, Vasquez Rios told Anhang that they were expecting a child together. But since she was Catholic, uh, the only way to make it right was to get married. So they had a small wedding in March. And he didn't even tell his family about it. They did get a prenup, though. Uh, her net worth is was rumored to be 60 something thousand dollars while his was 20 something million that was actually smart though um very smart to get a prenup i agree with that so if the rumors about her being a sex worker are true then this story is basically pretty woman if it was a horror film his father though stated that her whole family ended up moving in and that was a sign of greed pero papito that's a sign of culture you see what happens when you just colonize for a profit and you don't learn shit about the people on the island that you're exploiting? Like, baby boy, um, multiple generations will live under one roof. Uh, I think that's perfectly normal. And best believe if the house got a pool, the sister, the nephew, the tiga, the abuela, the cousin, and the boyfriend are all going to move in. Like, he probably wasn't even home most of the time. My broke ass was never home because I was at work all the time. And he, you know, had all type of business and gaming companies and, you know, was busy exploiting an island or whatever. And then a friend stated that Adam told him that there wasn't a baby, that he had fell for the oldest trick in the book uh, just in order to force a wedding. Like, sir... You're 32 with $24 million in the bank and you need to tell me you fell for a trick? Like, you know what it was when you signed up. I don't I don't believe that. So anyways, uh, you know, Adam hit Aurea with talk about divorce. So Aurea and her family, allegedly, that's when they plan to set him up. They figure they would make more money from his estate once he was dead than her little couple hundred K um, from a divorce settlement. So now that Aria had her plan, she ended up inviting him to the restaurant he bought for her called the Pink Skirt. Um, So that way they could talk about the divorce. I mean, I don't know about him, but I just wouldn't buy a restaurant for someone that forced me to marry them. (laughs) But anyways, um, his father had said that uh, he hired a bodyguard since he was starting to realize that she was bad news, yet the bodyguard didn't go that night. 
And that's when they staged the mugging gone wrong murder. Initially, Jonathan Roman Rivera, a 22-year-old worker at the restaurant, was arrested since he fit the description of the murderer. Rivera spent a whole eight months in jail. Um, and at that time, um, Aurea moved to Florence. Even though they kept saying she fled, uh, she sued her deceased husband's parents for $9 million from his estate. Adam's dad, Abe, kept insisting that something was wrong. Um, he didn't like how the prosecutors never really had a motive and didn't have enough evidence. So he took it upon himself to like to investigate and he found that Aurea made a lot of phone calls the night um, of the murder, like hours before his death. So he thought it was suspicious. But I just thought like, you know, back in the day after nine minutes were free. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Abe proceeded to do the richest and the whitest thing he could possibly do next. He flew all the way back to San Juan to meet with the FBI director and he somehow convinced him to open a new investigation. And in 2008, the FBI ended up finding a new witness placing Alex El Loco Pavón Colón at the scene. Um, so they arrested the real killer this time. You know, like, my bad. We got the we got the wrong guy the first time. We definitely got the right guy this time. So Pavón made a deal with the authorities for a reduced sentence. And in return, he confessed that he, ha- he was hired by Vaquer Rio, um, her sister, and for Sosa to kill the Canadian. And make it look like a robbery. Um, authorities released uh, Roman and issued a conspiracy indictment against the trio. While all this was going on, though, um, Abe hired a private investigator, Farouk. Uh, and Farouk was in charge of tracking down Aurea in Europe. Uh, it is theorized that she had twins on purpose with this Italian man because Italy, uh, they don't allow women with Italian children to be extradited. Uh, but uh, what if she just found happiness and got pregnant? Like, you never know. Abe and the PI, they ended up setting up trap for Aurea in Spain. Uh, she fell for it. But while in jail, she got pregnant again. Like, homegirl was fertile. But PR promised not to give her the death penalty, and they were able to extradite her to PR. So, quick recap of the timeline. The death happened in 2005. Her extradition was completed in 2015. The trial started in 2018. And then the trio was also found guilty that year. And then finally, in 2019, the trio was sentenced to life in prison. When the verdict was finally announced, Aurea and her sister Marcia dissolved into tears. And Marcia's ex-boyfriend, Ferrer Sosa, Look quizzically at the defense lawyer. Uh, I would be looking quizzically at the defense lawyer myself because the only evidence supposedly that they had was um, letters back and forth from uh, the killer and the sister saying, like, you know, pay me. And the sister was like, we don't have any money. So I would be very confused. And then in court, she told... Adam's father, I hope you're happy now. And he responded with, shut up. Ooh. And Aurea said, you lost the son, but I lost too. 
I lost a man I love. I was murdered. A part of me died. I am innocent and time will prove it. That is all. I am so sorry to this lady, but time is not proving shit. Like, PR cops done had the wrong guy in jail for eight months, and it took some rich white man to come harass the FBI so they can let him go and actually find the real killer. If she did not do it, there's no chance um, unless, you know, something major happened, like new evidence is discovered. But baby, you're going to have to serve that time. The father told the press that it certainly helps to put this behind us, but you can't forget your own child who dies before you do. If you lose a child, there's never closure. Whoa, that's that's pretty deep. But in a recent interview, Abe said, my son will be 45 years of age today. And if he had lived, he could have been one of the people who would help your economy forward. And that's the tragedy of it all for all of us. Mm, Like, I just don't understand who would say that. Like, you know, I, I get being proud of your son, but it just seems so insensitive. Like, yeah, my son would have boosted the economy had he not died. That's the real tragedy. Like, sir, tourism only boosts the pockets of the rich and the residents, you know, the residents of the islands, they get table scraps. But this was quite the story. My mom has a conspiracy theory. She believes that, you know, Abe, Adam's dad, sent the killer um, to kill her, but it just ended up going left. I don't know. I'm just having a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that three grown people sat here and thought that a robbery gone wrong was a good idea. Like, you could use so many other ways. Like, I'm not a murderer or anything, but Puerto Rico has a really bad violence issue. And, you know, men are just out here with automatic rifles, like shooting people in broad daylight, airing them out. Like, you could walk into any caserio and pay somebody, like, a thousand dollars just to shoot a random person. (laughs) Like, why you have to offer somebody three million dollars? That just seems very odd. Three million? Like, somebody probably would do it for 500. Another thing I find strange is that she was smart enough to avoid being extradited all those years. But she wasn't smart enough to plan a better murder that is strange that she quote-unquote fled to Italy and then was suing the parents like if I was fleeing I, I would just you know lay low for a little bit I don't trust the dad all the way like he was way too pressed about finding out what happened and getting the FBI involved you know and I guess maybe it just bothers me because us regular poor folk we have to like go on Twitter, contact the news, do all kinds of things to get the attention we deserve in order to get justice. So maybe I'm just sorry about that. I hope Adam finds peace wherever he is. Rest in peace to his soul. And that's all I have for episode one. Annunciation and pronunciation were definitely beating my ass, but we got through it. Thank you for sticking all the way to the end. 
next time bring a drink and take a shot every time i say um so like probably gonna be drunk though <laughs> uh, but yeah thank you guys and i see you next time